0: It fucking feels good to be back. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate I hate 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 the fucking Zoom shit. Definitely
1: it's it's less enjoyable for me recording.
0: Yeah, it it feels more like a like something I have to do when it's like that cuz it's like I don't know you just lose so much of the banter and shit that is like my favorite part. So I'm glad to be back and also the back end editing process is about a hundred times easier <laughs> when it's just when we're in the same room, so. Yeah, last week was shaky. Yes, last week was shaky, so apologies to everyone. That's not the standard we like to hold ourselves to, but. We're back. We're back. Good Friday's episode 43. 43, Troy Palmalu.
1: Let's go. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Tom Wilson?
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's go what's the deal man back to reality you know Yeah, Um, the beach was nice Uh, I know we talked about it last week about seeing a bunch of Logan's extended family and that did happen but it was a lot less than it usually is a lot of people just had either other commitments or just had too much going on to make it out so smaller than usual but I didn't mind it because it was a little bit more of a chance to talk to some of the people more, right? Because it's like there's not so many people, so you're not spread as thin, like, talking to every, like, all the relatives and stuff, so a little bit more quality time, so that was cool, but yeah, yeah. I mean, being back to, like, not being at the beach (laughs) sucks, but um, how's Phil doing? He's good. Yeah. He's good. I did miss him. I've I fucking definitely missed him while I was gone. So he um, just had the house? No, nah, he was at my parents. Oh, cool, cool. Um Yeah, um we could have kept him but kept him there and just had someone come in and feed him, but it just seemed easier to just drop him off cuz we drive pretty much right past my parents' house going up there. So
1: What's the longest you would leave your cat or what's like the safe time to A cat can be by himself for.
0: Well, a regular cat (laughs) could um, last a while longer, I think. Like, the average cat. But with Phil, he's just so... He has no self-control for food. So, like, you you would leave a bunch of dry food out. You could leave him enough out for a couple weeks. Or maybe not a couple weeks. That's kind of crazy. But, like, say a week. And he would eat that shit in, like, two days. And then he would just be sitting there with no food for the rest of the week. So, like... But I think a regular cat with, like, actual, like, portion control, you could leave for close to a week, I would think. Um, And they'd be fine because they, you know, they kind of figured the, their shit out. But, like, we had left him for just two nights or something. We filled up, like, two big bowls of food for him. And we had someone just come in and check in on him to make sure it was all good. And they said both of them were empty, like, the second day. So it's like... <laughs> My man just going to starve, I guess. So, wait, he just ate all his food? Yeah. He has no self-control. He just eats all of it. So, um, if we had, like, one of those maybe timed feeders that just spits out a little bit, mm-hmm. at like, mealtime, I would say close to a week. You could leave a cat and be fine. Man, that's low maintenance. Yeah. I mean, litter box is the only thing, but if you really wanted to leave them for a while, you could just fill two litter boxes Mm. and just leave it like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, definitely low maintenance compared to like a dog, which I feel like you can't really leave at all (laughs) completely unattended other than for like a couple hours or something.
1: Yeah, we usually, I mean, ours, the longest, we usually weighs a work day at this point, Mm -hmm. Um, but they're pretty good about being together and,
0: Doing all that, you know. Yeah, I guess that depends too. If you can. Um, I just guess the big thing with dogs is bathroom, though, because they'll just they'll just shit in your house <laughs> if you don't let them out. So yeah, um, I feel like that's the major difference. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting a fish, but uh, we kind of think Phil might fucking eat it or you know, something. <laughs> so that's a good chance. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty high chance. So. I don't, I don't want to die. that feels uh, immoral to buy a fish with that thought in mind you know it's like I'm just kind of purchasing, purchasing this knowing that it could end in like a brutal death shout out Stanley oh, yeah shout out Stanley fallen soldier <laughs> yeah that's a good yeah that's classic oh my god you got any trips planned anytime soon uh, a lot of concerts but No, like, long trips. Um, Yeah, I got nothing, like, big planned, which is okay. I'm kind of just ready for fall, I guess. I don't (laughs) know. I feel like, I mean, I guess people still take trips in the fall. But, um, yeah, I had, like, a semi-long vacation planned in October, but... I don't think, I don't think it's going to work out with my schedule, unfortunately. So um, going to have to miss that, but it's all right. I mean, <laughs> I, I definitely like enjoy long trips, but I hate being away from home that long. Like I was even starting to get pretty homesick last week, like near the end of it. I was just like, I could definitely come home. I would be into the idea of a staycation. I know that's like, I feel like not a lot of people do that, but I could get into like taking a week off work and then just like chilling in my house, which <laughs> I know sounds like so fucking boring, especially because I work from home. So I'm there all the fucking time. But <laughs> I love it, man. I love having all my shit around and just like knowing what, what, like just the lay of the land. Like there's something so comforting about that to me. You think you could ever pick up and move for like six months? work somewhere and then come back or bounce around. I would, I would hope I would never have to, but I mean, in the situation where I had to, I imagine I would be able to figure it out, but I would hate it. Yeah, you wouldn't like that, I feel like. No, I'd hate it. Um, I feel like when I was like younger, I used to, I mean, I've always been a homebody, but I used to like the idea of like restlessness and uh, you know, like staying in different places and stuff, and now it's just like I hate it. Every time Every time I'm somewhere else, like, I... And this is, like, a pessimistic part of me that I feel like I should work on, but I, like, always just seem to pick out the parts that are, like, this would be better if I was at home and ignore the parts that are, like, this is better than if I was at home. Mm. Um, And I'm not, like, super... I'm not saying, like, when I go on vacation, I'm miserable, but it's, like, you know, I, I feel like I gravitate towards the things of, like, this bed sounds comfy or... Temperature's not where I want it to be. I don't have my, you know, like shit like that. That doesn't yeah, really see, matter, but I'm, I am that way, like t- pretty. All that pretty stuff bad. standing out to you pretty easily versus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. I feel like growing up, when we would take uh, family beach trips in the summertime, we would always take a rainy day at the beach versus a sunny day at home just because mm. we were, aw- just because we had that break yeah. away from everything, you know? Yeah. And I feel like maybe hearing that all the time when I was younger could have swayed me to maybe have a different perspective with things like that or trying to find the positive out of a situation that might not be as great, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, that, and that's good. Like, that's a good way to feel, especially on a trip that you paid money to go on. You know, it's like, you know, you should feel that way, but it's a weird balance for me because, like, I can kind of get that way like I can start to like really settle in when I'm out of place for a longer period of time but like then I said like I said the the homesickness kicks in like there's like a couple days in the middle where I'm like this is awesome and then it's like right back to wanting to be home but the initial thing I think is more of just like an uncomfortableness with a new place like any trip I go on I can't sleep the first night or I, I have like a lot of trouble sleeping just because I'm like in a new environment which kind of has followed me for a long time because I feel like I was like really fucking bad at sleepovers when I was a kid <laughs> and like that is still like I'm still bad at sleepovers um, like you don't go to sleep or yeah I just I have trouble like fully relaxing without my space you know um, and and like what I've, like, really found helps is, like, making even, like, a hotel room, like, into my own, like, unpack. Like, I never fucking live out of the suitcase anymore. Even if it's for one night, I'm unpacking. Um, bringing shit from home, like, obviously, like, toothpaste and deodorant and stuff. But, like, I want to start trying to bring, like, soap and shit from home. Like, some something about, like, all these little things that, like, add up to what being home is. Like, the more I, like, replicate that the easier it is for me to like settle in quicker. So I don't really even know what you asked me that (laughs) (laughs) spawned that response, but I've just been thinking about it a lot, obviously because I spent a week away at Logan's parents' house, which is like fucking beautiful. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's not like it's like a shithole. Like that's a whole different conversation. Like saying somewhere shitty, it sucks. It's nothing to be scared of. It's, like, an amazing house with, like, this, like, everything is beautiful. They have, like, this amazing screened-in porch, and it's, like, perfect, you know? Yeah. Um, Good family vibes. Yeah, and yet I still just cannot get comfortable because it's not my house, you know? Um, I have this, like, this slight walking on eggshells thing, and I don't think it's them. It's just me being in a place that I'm not. I feel like I was even that way here, like, the first couple times I came over, you know, like, Um, just a little timid, but yeah, I don't know. I could see how making sure you have all
1: your things from home that are part of a routine. I could see how having that with you on trips would make it easier for you to get settled in Yeah, versus not having that, especially if you're
0: that uncomfortable. The big one for me is the unpacking and shit, having the clothes hanging and stuff in drawers. Like it is a little inconvenient, but, um, as far as like having to pack everything back up at the end but for me it just feels worth it bro what what the hell happened to uh to our soccer team dude um what happened <laughs> i i just heard something like uh well we're out right is that what happened and um yeah they canceled it what do you mean they canceled <laughs> They canceled our season, dog. Yeah, but what, like, I really don't even know what happened, so you're, you're going to have to fool me in. I just, I like heard that we were out and that there was like a big missed penalty kick that was like really bad.
1: From what I remember, we were in PKs, we were up 3-2, Megan uh, Rapinoe or Rapino comes on, misses the PK, mm-hmm. and then I think, I don't even know who we were playing. Sweden. Sweden. They capitalized.
0: I heard her miss was really bad.
1: And I think we missed one more after hers. Damn. She, I think she overshot it.
0: Yeah. Pretty good. Um, and then she said her quote was like, it felt like God was playing a sick joke on me or something. Cause she like really? was like laughing after she missed it. And I think people got mad about that or like smiling. And then she was like, I, I it was just like laughable, like that that just happened, <laughs> which is kind of true. Like, um, Something like it when it's if it's as bad as it, I've like heard it seems like it was then it's like it is like laughable when you're at that level, you know, because you, you know, just fucked it up. Plus, it was such an early exit, I think, you know, yeah, there was there were the odds on favorite.
1: Yeah. yeah. And for us to be the powerhouse that we are. I mean, we were we were just talking about this like a month and a half ago, may, maybe not even about how we were going to be in the finals again and all that great stuff.
0: So what happens. Not a good look for the U.S.? No, but, you know, it's a hard, it's a fucking hard trophy to win. So, yeah, that's a shame, though. I mean, I didn't watch any of it, but I don't really, I I think I said I wanted to, but I feel like there was like some weird start times and shit. They were playing like five in the morning. I'm I'm not going to do that.
1: I think that's the game. I think that's the game they lost. So my parents, yeah, I think my parents got up and watched a bit of it. I didn't even know it was on
0: yeah i knew i knew it was on but 5 a.m is just for soccer it's just not happening <laughs> what do you think about elon saying that he'll pay he'll bankroll any <laughs> uh like legal case about someone who like lost their job because of something they put on Twitter. Did you see that? No, I didn't. He,
1: this is all right. This is just an Elon podcast.
0: Yeah, that's, but I think you this know, is our segment
1: every week. We just say
0: something. We about talk Elon. about what dumb shit Elon Musk yeah. <laughs> is doing this week. Um, <laughs> but tell me about it. Yeah, he said that he was going to like bankroll um, everyone's, like, if you lost your job because of something you put on Twitter, he said that he, like, the corporation would pay if you wanted to take legal action against that company that fired you. Do you think they'd cover the cost of your case? I think that's what the point of it was, but I don't really know how true that is. I feel like that's... I don't know. (laughs) It seems so weird that... Like, I feel like it was something that was just kind of said, and then it's like... I don't know how much truth there is to back that up. But it's interesting to think about like that because that does happen you know like people's jobs and careers are affected about the stuff they say online but my thing is like where's the line on that like (laughs) are they going to defend you no matter what you say (laughs) or like what you know what's the line yeah there's there has to be
1: something it'd probably have to be something within their their tos if you're not getting banned from twitter you know if you're not getting banned from what you're or x for what you're xing
0: xing then, I would think they would back you up. Yeah, I guess that's true within the terms, but I don't know. It's just fuzzy. Like, yeah, I don't know. For like, because it, it's a freedom of speech thing, right? But I, there's like, it's such a fur, like, fuzzy area online. Yeah, I mean, I could see anywhere. It. Like, you can't just walk into your office and start screaming obscenities and like right. not get fired. You know. Right. But if you're putting them online and they're within the terms of service, then it's like, I don't know. I also don't know what their terms are. So hey, guess that also kind of, I'm sure they can't, they don't allow like obvious hate speech,
1: but. I'm, I'm thinking in political scenarios where you're an employee who works for an employer that has the opposite political beliefs as you. Mm. Then you go on Twitter and say, I think so-and-so should be locked up. Yeah. And so-and-so is your employer's favorite or whatever right in instances like that they shouldn't be able to
0: take action, take against action you. that's against true you. that's fair
1: and i wonder if that's because i feel like a lot of this free speech stuff it revolves around politics so i would think that would have to be one of the conditions I'm on.
0: yeah i just wonder if, if it's like real or if it's just something that he said and it's never actually gonna happen you know um i don't know man that whole thing situation is weird.
1: It'd be cool if it's not real. and We just talked about it.
0: Yeah. I also feel like you can really listen to our podcast and see like the progression of us being like Elon Musk is a genius. And to being like, why the fuck is this guy owning Twitter and not like building fucking rocket ships like he's supposed to be. But and I think that arc will just continue to. So that's something you can definitely follow on this podcast is like our opinion of Elon Musk. Travis brought out yay. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh it's pretty crazy and um it was really crazy that they did Can't Tell Me Nothing. Like that was just like that had, I had no expectation of that happening. Um but it was pretty cool. It was cool to see. It felt like a really cool moment.
1: Bro, Can't Tell Me Nothing is is it's in my I think it's in my top 5. Kanye songs it's a classic but I think it's it's like within the last two to three years it's I would say maybe even two years that's when it started the last few times he's performed that song it's moved it up on my list
0: yeah I mean because it was it's always been like a big song yeah but yeah it's like becoming a classic you know like it's it's been enough time enough time has passed and now like it it, it comes in like spurts you know like yeah. it's like so wild, um, but that's just also the nature of his career. Is like the performances, like, have like dried up, you know, and come in little spurts. But
1: yeah, I don't even think it's so much becoming a classic. It's becoming a classic again. True. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's you, fair to you say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even though that, that song came out in two thousand and six, two thousand seven, I mean, it's it's had its time. Yeah, but.
0: Yeah, it was cool. cool to see. Yeah,
1: I thought, um, I I just had a feeling it was going to happen, mm-hmm. just because I know Ye has been out that way and Rome and Italy and Greece and all that. But uh, yeah, it was cool
0: to see <laughs> Travis Scott saying there there is no Rome without Kanye. This is crazy, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. He was giving him flowers. He was man. just so hyped, like just screaming, and he was like, "There is no Rome without Kanye." West. See, like, I didn't know what he said I thought he said world <laughs> <laughs> which made it even funnier <laughs> just, there is no bible without <laughs> yeah I mean it was yeah the recognition is awesome and the there is no utopia and there is no Travis Scott like but the Rome comment is just like what the fuck are you talking about dude but yeah I liked it though I need the, I need the new music man new Kanye music. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. I mean Yeah, I hope that's what what we hear from him next. Um That would be cool to see.
1: How old how how old is too old for an artist to not 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 play music anymore, but how how many years in the game do you have to put in before you can respectfully say I don't need to contribute anymore in terms of pushing the genre,
0: pushing music as a whole. That depends on the amount of influence you had on the projects you do put out, I feel like. Um, and it's also a pretty uh, s- subjective thing. Because um, it's it's like a personal thing, right? Where you feel like, okay, I've given enough to this. Um, I, I think it, it's not necessarily an age. It's more just a time where you stop enjoying what you're putting out like you don't you know like not about the ratings in my like I feel like that's if you listen to that then you sh- like you'll give up prematurely but like once it becomes like the things that are being put together are not either too far away from your vision just because there's too many hands or just you're not enjoying it and it doesn't seem like your art anymore then it's like I think that's when it's time to just be done.
1: Um, but, but what about your perspective for an artist you're looking at from your position?
0: Like as a fan?
1: Yeah, like or if, like 10 albums in. or And I guess that would
0: depend on how... It's all sort of subjective, right? Yeah. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I mean, as a fan, like obviously you want the artists you like to put out music forever. But also there comes this threshold where I don't know. I actually don't know. That's a, that's a pretty good question, because part of me wants to say like they they'll like once they like lose touch with like society, then they shouldn't. But I don't think that's right because it's like I don't really think that matters. because um, at that point, then they're kind of just doing what they want to do, whether or not that's like moving music as a whole or contributing. It's a different conversation, but. Um. Yeah, I I definitely my like definite answer those. I don't think there's an age. I think there's a moment where it's just not happening anymore. Um, there just feels like the, it, it feels like there's just like a magic that's gone away from the music. Like Logic is a good example of this. <laughs> like for me as a fan, and I know this is where the subjective part comes in, but. There was a moment in his career where it just felt like the like the magic was just, like, gone, you know? Like, you saw it, like, kind of dwindling away, and then it was just gone. And then, like, there were moments where it would pop up, like, a cool song or a cool verse on a song or something. But that, like, just, I don't know. But maybe that's just that magic is just my connection with it. And as that fades away, then the magic, quote unquote, seems to go away too. But I don't know. Um. Like I think about when Kobe retired. Yeah. He had sort of
1: given everything he had to give to the game. Right. Nobody was really looking for him to do, to add anything else or to change it in any way. And then I look at a career like Ye's had with all the different sounds he's pushed since the start of his career. He's pushed music a lot of different ways. Yeah. And you could talk about rap music specifically now. I do feel like it's in a pretty stagnant place and a lot of stuff's been sounding the same for some years now. Nobody has really came in and pioneered a new sound. Mm-hmm. And I've been talking to my cousin about it. He's like, we need Ye to come back and change the game again or shift it in one way or another. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, he, he's, he's already contributed so much to the game. Is there really anywhere left for him? Not anywhere left for him, but... You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at a certain point, you're gonna go out on top or you're gonna go out way underneath that, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And um that reminds me of the Drink Champs interview clip of him when he's like um they started making a, a bunch of Yay's and saying like, uh, this guy's got better fashion, this guy's got better bars, this guy's got better production and he did the Donda thing. And I imagine that something like that again would happen just because of the nature of who he is Um, and his career specifically I as a fan at least would want the closing of it to be like like a well put together record and then maybe like more of a quiet lifestyle with pop ups you know but as far as like this being in the center of the public eye I would want his career to wrap with that him being in the center of the public eye to be music not politics or whatever With you know what or I mean fashion like, or design I or- mean fashion is a big part of it too but um, just art you know because he is an artist like um, at his core you know I, I, I guess that's just what I would want to see in that case specifically Um, but yeah I don't know As far as changing the way things go, I feel like there'll be a little bit of that just because of, again, the nature, like visionaries in general push things.
1: Hey, you know, we were just talking about um, water bottles still being thrown at artists on stage. Mm -hmm. I saw a story last week. I think it was last week. You know who Cardi B is? Oh, yeah, yeah, Did you see this? Yes. She threw two
0: microphones
1: in less than 24 hours.
0: Oh, I didn't know she threw a second one. I'm pretty sure she threw two. Bro,
1: I saw the video of one of them. It was bad. Where the lady, some girl threw something on her, Mm -hmm. and then she threw the mic back. And I heard that the mic ricocheted off and hit somebody else, and the other person was trying to press charges.
0: Damn. She fucking beamed it, dude. The video is crazy. She literally just like gets water splashed up on her and then she just turns and just fucking winds up and throws that shit and hits him square in the head. Like, uh,
1: Yeah. The, the video I crazy, saw, dude. the person who threw it, she was all immediately apologetic. Mm. She was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then I heard some people saying that Cardi B had asked them to throw water up like three minutes before that or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was for a photo or to go crazy. But if that were the case, and this person did it after the fact, I still think that's weird, because she's got like she's got her makeup on, she's got her outfit, hair, everything like that. Why would you want somebody to throw? Yeah. Because if she truly did say something like, "I need y'all to throw stuff and go crazy,"
0: I I mean, regardless, it was unwarranted to th- <laughs> fucking beam someone in the face of the microphone. Um. So Cardi B's in the wrong. I. I- I feel like I mean I defend the artist in these situations but I mean come on man there's a difference between water and a fucking microphone and it's like that was like it's like a nice one because she's the status she is so that shit is heavy and you're just fucking peg someone with it dude yeah I don't know I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying yes she was in the wrong for. she could get mad or throw something else but a microphone dude that, that shit had to hurt you know that person's not going to throw
1: another one. True. She'll never do that again. <laughs> sure. And she's still alive, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, lesson learned, I guess. But fuck, man. And she
1: got some clout.
0: I guess, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's also there's a difference between what happened because she like splashed water on her. I feel like there's a difference between that and like physically throwing something, at, like a object. Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess in general, it'll probably make people less likely to do that to artists in general. So that's probably a good thing. So big cultural moment, I guess.
1: We already talked about
0: trampolines on here. I don't know. I don't think so. Kind of want one. Dude, (laughs) that would be so sick. You have like so much room. You should get one. I've been thinking about it for a couple months. God, that would be just... We would have to record on that shit. Did you have one? No, but my neighbor uh, and very close friend, Patrick, had one. And the vibes were just impeccable. We used to go there and, like, chill on that shit. Like, we would even pass the point of, like, jumping on it. We would just go out there and, like, fucking lay and just, like, chill. Sit on that shit, like, all night. Um. Yeah, I have very fond memories of a trampoline. Was it a fenced-in property? No. Yeah,
1: yeah. I want a trampoline. I had one when we were growing up, and Hell then yeah. I don't know how old I was by the time we
0: got rid of it. But it's kind of just never not fun. Like that's always a nice time. I always hear about. I feel like everybody knows somebody who lost one in a storm. Lost one in a storm? Yeah, like
1: the wind picked it up and carried it. Damn, I I don't know. You don't know anybody? No. Well, I know a few people who's that so that makes up for it. That's crazy. Yeah. That would suck. That's the one, th- that's the one thing I'd be nervous about. We had a pretty nasty storm yesterday. Mm-hmm. We had some high winds for close to an hour, and it blew one of the trees down out here. Damn. And then on my way in this morning, I saw lots of debris on the road, but we lost power for a couple
0: hours. Damn. Yeah. Well, man, fucking <laughs> losing power. It. How do you feel about it? I mean, it's an inconvenience. That's it's awesome, dude. But you like it? I like it. it. Slows everything down. It does. It does feel like it puts everything on hold.
1: Get some candles lit once the sun goes down. It's nice, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really like forces you to, you know, connect with people. In your house, you yeah. know, <laughs> like you're either if that's your significant other or roommate or whatever. It's like you are kind of forced to just sit and sit, pick I mean, a book up. Yeah. Book or music is most likely music, still an option because most like not most people, but a lot of people have something that can play wirelessly.
1: I just don't like running my battery running all of power. Yeah. That is
0: the that is the thing, but. So, it does make me want to stay off my phone. Right. So, yeah, it forces you to just be, you know. <laughs> like, it takes all this shit away from you. Um, yeah. It's kind of a wild thing. Do you keep, like, an
1: emergency kit in your car? for In case anything happens?
0: Um, I think I have, like, a little... Aid kit, first aid kit first aid kit I don't have like it's nothing crazy it's just the one that came with the car um the essentials yeah it's like i don't even i do not even think i've ever opened it which i guess is a good thing but i guess i should know what's in there check it out some of that stuff expires too mm. we have to uh update ours for work damn cuz our
1: each truck has one but um in the winter time i usually pack some spare sweatshirts and blankets and plant pants in case I get caught somewhere.
0: I That's really smart. Um, <laughs> the idea of keeping spare clothes in my car is something that I would enjoy and like, I mean, just from the part just from the time where I got stuck here like it would have been nice to oh, yeah. just have shit you know. Um, Obviously you guys had some stuff for us and it was accommodating but you know, just nice to have like yeah. extra set but um yeah, I, I've never done that though, but that's interesting. I mean, it's a good idea. You, I mean, it's better to just have it and never need it than need it. Think you call it without it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yo, I think I saw a Tesla come to a complete stop in the road yesterday. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, like why? I,
1: I don't know if it died. Oh, oh. I like got it was you. moving slow. It has it. It had his hazards lights on, and then it just stopped. Damn, dude, it and, probably did. That. And I was past it, and I see, I saw a car that's, I could, it was visibly swerved around it, like last <laughs> damn. second. Damn, I don't know, man. Had to have. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Where the fuck do you charge a Tesla around here? Well, it other was than a, your house, it was in Northern Virginia. Okay, so I guess I know some of the gas stations have chargers now.
0: Yeah, some grocery stores do as well. Um,
1: Plus, a lot more people have damn, Teslas dude. up there.
0: That's crazy. That's the only thing I could have thought. Yeah, do
1: unless good. the person was asleep at the wheel, but I mean, it was moving and then it was stopped.
0: Probably died. Man. The car? Yeah. No. Yes.
1: Yes. Not the person. <laughs> Hope so. Hope that's all it was. Hopefully everybody was safe.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty fucking it scary. It was a red
1: Tesla too. That's a
0: busted ass color. A red one. Is red your least favorite color? Uh, Maybe on a car. Not just in general, I don't mind red that much, but on a car, just I don't I don't think it ever looks good. If you're in a conversation with a group of friends,
1: and somebody's got something in their teeth, are you telling them?
0: Yeah. Are, are you telling them, like... Nicely. Yeah. I would try to key. keep it low-key. Yeah. I don't want to, like, be like, look at this fucking guy. But, yeah, man, I mean... Because I would want someone to do that to me because I'd rather that than just living with it you know yeah um that is one of those tricky like social things though because it's like you don't want to come off as an asshole but you're with your friends it's easy but like with people you don't know that well yeah there's the the harder decision are you doing it if you're talking to
1: people you don't know that well well that's the thing because if you don't say anything and you're in a group (sighs) And somebody else says something after you've already been talking to him. Yeah, and it's like this guy didn't say a thing the whole
0: time. Make yeah, make me look like an idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if someone like calls them out for it. Yeah, I, you got to say something. But if it's somebody you've never met before,
1: maybe you maybe you could err on the side of. I don't know what your teeth normally look like. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. you've got a permanent, permanent scar or permanent mark.
0: That's what's tough, you know. Um Oh God. Jesus, dude, you, just thinking about this gives me anxiety, <laughs> like, just thinking about that moment of being like, well, fuck, does it always look like that? Like, should I say something? Um, Yeah, I don't know. People, you know, definitely say it, but don't know. I think I'd still say something. I would just be very nice about it, you know, like, try to be as nice as you can. <laughs> Then you also don't know if they're going to like take offense to that. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Some people I feel like can get so like aggressive when you say <laughs> things like that. Well, then it's like if they're like, all right, did I get
1: it? And you're like, no, it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it gets bad because I could see that person being like, all right, I need to go because they don't have a mirror.
0: They don't have anything. And they're just rubbing their teeth. You know what I'm saying? This is like one of my this is like describing a nightmare <laughs> yes dude like just situations like that where it's like did i get it and you're like uh because <laughs> you know they're upset
1: you know yeah, they're gonna be upset yeah. <laughs> if you, you tell them the truth lie.
0: yeah because it's like you're like oh no it's still there man and I don't even fucking know who you are. And it's still there. I just pray that I never fucking get in that situation because I don't want to be there. But oh, but that is a frustrating thing, though, when there's something in your... Like, when someone tells you that and you can't get it, it's like, fuck. Yeah, man. I I hate... just God, why is it so, like, weird to just have something stuck in your teeth?
1: I think I'm ready to go on a helicopter ride.
0: Oh, not me. I got over my fear. Uh, is that like something you think you're going to have the opportunity to, to do soon? or uh, I don't saying, think so. You're just thinking about it.
1: I was just thinking about it recently. I've been seeing some friends go up in helicopters.
0: Yeah. I see ads for it all the time when I'm at the beach. So it's like a helicopter like or a plane or something pulling a banner. It's like t- heli- take a helicopter ride. But it's like. I don't know. I still don't really have that much desire, I guess.
1: One of my buddies in the military, he he had a photo. It was a selfie of him riding through New York City on a helicopter. Oh, damn! He was that's pretty in, cool. Like, his military kid and everything. It's pretty sweet. Damn. But maybe that's the last thing I saw. I just not for Kobe. I was very eerie about getting on those things.
0: Yeah, it's. I don't know. Something about it just doesn't seem like something I would want to do. It's like. But- but I've flown a few times since then, like in planes. Yeah.
1: And I feel like a helicopter, if you're not going up that high. Right. But also with a plane, you can stall out and still kind of fly. Yeah. I don't think you can do that in a helicopter.
0: Also, just the quarters in a helicopter and how loud that shit is. do oh, that's I don't know, true. So you got to wear like a headset, right? Yeah. To talk to people because you can't fucking hear anything.
1: But I've been in a small plane where it was kind of like that. You have? Yeah.
0: Oh shit! You know you know someone who can fly, right? Damn, yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like fear, of, uh, or from knowing bad things can happen in a helicopter. But it does. It just seems so much less safe than a plane. Yeah. And
1: there's no takeoff or.
0: Oh, like there's no. There's no runway. Yeah, you're just straight go, up and straight down. Straight up. Um,
1: Straight up
0: Yeah I mean I don't I'm not like Deathly afraid of Helicopters But I I don't know Just seems like Somebody wouldn't Have the desire to do Would you ever go Bungee jumping No Skydiving
1: I used to be like 65 yes 35 no Mm -hmm. I'm probably back To 60
0: 40 Oh so it's dropped A little bit Yeah but you're still leaning. Maybe, yeah,
1: maybe maybe fifty five, forty five. Damn. Okay, so you're getting. It's done. tight. Yeah. I, it's it's
0: 50, oh damn near fifty fifty. Yeah, it's scary. I might as well just call it that. It's scary. Yeah. Um. Fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't think I could
1: do it. Well, being even just being on the plane recently, because I I mean of course I'm looking out the window. I'm thinking about it, like, man. And you're you're not skydiving at peak height of an airplane, obviously. Right. But, but st- just being up that high and. Ah, yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could physically like get to the point of jumping because it's like you have to battle like pretty much every fucking human instinct in your body to do that shit. You know, it's like there's not. I mean, maybe like intrusive thoughts, but like your humanness is like no, 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 no. (laughs) We're not fucking doing that. But yeah, I don't know. I imagine it's pretty liberating to like the feeling afterwards, though. I was going to say, how many people do you think are
1: like like jumping out of airplanes like all the time? I mean, they're probably a lot, but I mean that are like, they're not, yeah, there's gotta be a lot Well, there's just no nerves
0: and they're like, I'm ready to do this. And they hop out and they're, I don't know. I, I can't going. really trust. I can't really trust people if it's their first time, if they do it a bunch, then it's like, yeah, I get it. But <laughs> first I don't think time? I could trust anyone whose first time wasn't like they weren't nervous. <laughs> it's like, I really like, do you, Borderline becoming not even a person at that point. That'd be like, so cool just to <laughs>
1: still walk just, out. Just to feel, they probably feel like nothing. Well, I take that back. They probably feel like nothing could touch them.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't to know. To
1: be living life like that, absolutely zero worries. It's like a
0: <laughs> adrenaline junkie. Although, adrenaline, you still have the nerves. So, yeah, it's just like no worries. <laughs> it's just like vibing out, just walk off the side of the plane. I don't know. Would you be mad if someone pushed you? I mean like you have like you're you're suited up, like you're ready, you're about to jump and then you like start having second thoughts and someone pushed you. Would you be like really pissed off at them? I I don't think I could be cuz I'd probably after I land I would I probably want to do it again. Yeah, and I I feel like you'd almost owe them some thanks. Yeah. To to for like getting you over that hump of fear. Um, made the experience what it was. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, in the moment, I think I would be like, I will never forget this person ever again. But it's like, at the end of it all, I feel like I'd be like, owe them some kind of gratitude.
1: Yeah, by the time you pull the chute and yes. you're just floating down your pile of like, man, that was. Once the I, parachute works, yeah. then
0: it's like, okay, <laughs> that was,
1: this is sick. Well, because d- we did the indoor skydiving at work. Like a year, a little over a year ago. And I think they were telling us there that you're really only, depending on how high up you go, you're really only free falling for max 20 seconds or something, right. like 30
0: seconds. And then you're just parachute after that. But, God, that that 20 seconds, dude. Like the whole, I mean, it's just what if the parachute doesn't work, right? That's like kind of the whole thing. Um, but
1: I think you have to, and I think if you're with somebody, they have to. Like if you're, because I think once you've gone a certain amount of times, you're able to jump by yourself. Right.
0: But starting off, you have to be with a guide. Yeah. They like, you're like strapped together. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. Oh God, it's still terrifying. What about hot air balloons? Oh, uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know if I've ever been in one of those.
0: I definitely haven't.
1: I've seen people flying them around here. That's be cool. be honest with
0: you. It's kind of a vibe. Seeing one flying. That's actually really cool. I don't know. It feels too easy to compromise. <laughs> like something, I just feel like it wouldn't be that hard for something really bad to happen in a hot air balloon. <laughs> but I know a guy um, that I'm talking to him about that and he uh, did that for him and his girlfriend's uh, anniversary. He like rented like a hot air balloon ride and that's what they did. He said it was like one of the coolest things he's ever done. Huh. I mean, it seems very romantic. It's like the opposite of a helicopter because it's nice and like quiet, you know? It's not like the fucking terrible sounds <laughs> shoved in a box. I mean, I guess you are shoved in a box still, but. How big are those baskets? It depends, but pretty big, I think. Like a, some of them you can hold like a lot of people. going not say like a
1: quarter of this room or like half this room? Uh,
0: my guess would be there's some of each. Yeah. But the ones I feel like the average is probably somewhere closer to a quarter. That's what I'm thinking. Huh? That'd be cool. I wouldn't turn it down. Yeah, I don't know. I that's one I could consider for sure. But it sounds like more desirable than a helicopter. It just sounds like an overall nicer time, but kind of terrifying.
1: You've been listening to recently?
0: Nothing. Um, Absolutely nothing. Just silence. <laughs> I put my headphones on and just put silence, and just don't put anything on for the whole day. I don't actually know. Um, my phone's also far away. But what did I put on the playlist last week? Let's I can see, tell you. Where, I can tell you. Just tell me the first song, and I think I can probably pick up, pick it up from there.
1: Uh, without you in my pocket.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so, um... Glue, the chain, other kindness. Oh, like, okay, the chain and shit. Um, I've been listening to a lot of TV on the radio. Just kind of fell into my lap. Um... That's probably been the major one. I mean, other than my always normal fucking contestants. I haven't been branching out too much recently. Um... I started, I listened to one song by this band called Nation of Language, which is like some synthy pop ish kind of stuff. And it was pretty cool, but I haven't really had the chance to like dig, you know, dig in or, or, um, really take a look at anything other than the one song that popped up when I was listening to something else. Um, but that'll probably be one. And I've still been listening to a lot of goth, babe. I know we talked about that last week because I'm going to see them next week. Right? No, this week. Wait, yeah, yeah. when this is out. Yeah, fuck. Um, yeah, so a lot of that still. Just trying to kind of get more well-versed because I don't really know any of the fucking songs. So, But I'm not worried. I I don't mind the idea of going to a show without knowing any of the music. Do you? How do you feel about that? Or just knowing one song or something.
1: As long as I know the genre I'm going to, I'll, I'll have a good time. Right. And I like hearing stuff for the first time. Tadeshi Trucks Band. Saw them at Wolf Trap last, last summer. Yeah. And um, that was a band my parents had talked a lot about, but yeah. I hadn't really checked out before. It was cool. There yeah. were a few songs I ended up. Adding to my playlist and stuff,
0: but yeah, I've seen them before. Oh, yeah, yeah, a long time ago. I saw them in um, Charlottesville actually ah. um, at that little amphitheater downtown, right on. Um, yeah, uh, suit that band is really fucking cool. The uh, Derek Trucks, the guitar player, was uh, the slide guitar player for the Almond Brothers for a lot of years, as that's well. right. So I saw him play with the Almond Brothers as well. Um, but yeah, that's a cool band, also just a nice vibe to see it live, but yeah I'm never afraid to go to a show like I mean I don't just buy tickets to bands I've never heard of but if I've even like heard the name like I'm gonna check it out
1: yeah speaking of the Almond Brothers I think um, saw a picture of Brent Pry in Blacksburg the other day and I think he was wearing an Almond Allman
0: Brothers shirt yeah he's like made an Almond Brothers reference before or something really yeah he's definitely like certified Almond Brothers fan let's go um yeah, I, I knew... I, somehow I knew he was a fan. I don't remember what the situation was, though. You listen to anything good?
1: Yeah. D- um, you know who Bon, bon Vare is? Yeah. Have you listened no. to him much? I'm assuming it's one guy, I
0: think. I could be wrong. That's, like, kind of almost, like, indie, folky kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, I
1: think, I think it's one person. They might have a band with them. Anyways, uh, I think he, I um, had a couple of friends who were posting. They saw him at a music festival this past week. It might have been Lollapalooza or something. Yeah. Um, but then I, I had heard, I had a song on g- Good Radio a couple months ago now. Um, and I liked that. And I heard some tracks here and there, but I never really checked them out. So today I started listening to his debut album and I was the stuff was cool I was listening to I mean it's it's that indie sound but it was it was pretty chill
0: yeah but
1: I wanted to check it out plus I I like the way he sounds he's got a kind of unique sound
0: yeah I don't I really don't know him at all I mean I know the name you know but and I know it's like kind of strays more towards that folky side I
1: think my first my initial time hearing him was probably off Dark Fantasy right I think that was the initial time I heard him. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, he he's the only new music I've been checking out recently. Um but I know there's some new albums coming coming down the pipeline. I know mm. Charles Wesley Godwin, he's a country singer in that Zach Bryan world. He's dropping next Friday, I think, and Chris Stapleton's got an album coming out in October. So
0: I'm looking forward to that. But um yeah. Yeah, Courtney Barnett's got an instrumental album coming out in September, so that'll be cool. But, I mean, I, I, I'm looking forward to it because it's like a whole new idea, but, you know, something with lyrics would also be appreciated. But she just put out a cover of a song that I like, but, but it's not really a cover, kind of like halfway between a cover and the original song because it's all the music is just it's the band playing the song. And then she's singing as opposed to the band's regular singer. Um, But I'll put that on good radio this week because it's certified hood classic.
1: (laughs) So uh, the sentencing is in on our good boy, uh, Tory Lane's. Oh, what is it? Sentenced to 10 years. For shooting Megan the Stallion in the foot.
0: Damn. Ten years? That's a long time. That's a crazy
1: long time. He'll probably be out in five. Think so. Probably get out on four and have some uh house arrest restriction. He shot her in the foot. Man. That's what the court said. That's what they ruled. My man is dumb as shit. <laughs> well, I- they found they found bullet fragments in her foot. So whether. The bullet hit the ground and ricocheted into her foot. She mm-hmm. got hit by a bullet.
0: That he shot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even fucking know. And I couldn't tell you a single thing that he does other than the fucking What's Poppin' remix. It's <laughs> the only time I've ever fucking heard him. And I listened to his verse on that. And I was like, I'm never going to listen That's to this funny. guy again. <laughs> I hate it. It fucking like ruins that whole thing that they got going on in that shit. At least in my opinion. Yeah. That's um, funny. Not that I was ever a huge remix <laughs> fan anyway, like of that song. But yeah, fuck that dude. Send him there for twenty. I don't fucking care. You know where he's from? No. Canada. Hmm. But I don't. I think he's. I don't know if he's going to be locked up in Canada. Or no, he's going to oh, be locked up. I would up think he's he he locked up here because he was. He committed the crime here, I assume. So
1: they might give him like 4 or 5 years and then let him just go back to Canada and say you can't come back. <laughs> fucking take his citizenship away. They could. <laughs> that shit would be kind of nuts, actually. Cuz if you're a felon in Canada, can you or if you commit a felony in the US and they prosecute you and you go back to Canada, can you come back to the US as a as a registered felon? Would they do that to you? Probably not.
0: I actually have, no, I have idea. no idea.
1: I have no idea. Like how if you're a convicted felon in the U.S. you can't vote. Yeah. Like I wonder if there's something like that for people who aren't citizens of the U.S. If you catch a felony in the U.S. and you're not a U.S. citizen, can you come back? Or I guess it just no, sort of No, no. You'd get fucked. You'd get fucked. they deport fucked you. over, yeah. Would they lock you up in the U.S. for a while and then deport you? Probably.
0: Also probably depends on the crime.
1: Because then it's US citizens tax dollars paying for
0: mm. hmm. well, it would right? be more like a holding situation, yeah. I think. Um depending on the crime. Yeah. I feel like if you if it was like a drug charge or something, they might just lock you up in the US for three months and then deport you or just I don't really know. Um I really don't know anything about fucking immigration. As far as, like... Uh, <laughs> st- don't laugh.
1: <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that situation. No.
0: I, I mean, I meant, like, immigration <laughs> when it comes to, like, felonies. Like, the legality of situations like that. Um, I don't really know anything about it, but... Uh, Yeah I, I don't know Fuck that dude I don't really give a fuck about Tory Lanez Like I'm glad he's in jail Saves the world from having to listen to more of his fucking music Damn How long do you think you could go to jail for?
1: Not long That's why I try to stay out of there
0: Yeah Been watching 60 Days In Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, me that. and Logan fucking love that shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. But it. one of the biggest things that it's set in with me is, like, how long each day is in jail. Because it's, it's like, you hear, like, 10 years, you're like, that's not that long. But then it's like, that is a really fucking long time, you know? Yeah, I don't think I could last very long.
1: That's almost half, and, half of yours and I's life right now. 10 yeah. years, it's crazy. 10
0: years. And it's like you think about it, like, and there's nothing for you to do, so you yeah. can't. It, time doesn't even fly. No, dude. And just think about how different everything is when you come out. Like, it seems like it's like you know because you, you hear so many like life in prisons and shit like that. That's like, well, you go to jail for ten years, you come out, you still have like your whole life ahead of you, but you you are not even remotely the same person anymore. If you're in jail for 10 years, you know, like I feel like your psyche, not everyone, but most like the average person, your psyche is going to change so much from the time you enter to the time you leave, which I don't know. I guess I guess part of that is the reason people get institutionalized, you know, and they keep going back and going back and going back. Um, Yeah, because you got to
1: think even doing a short stint like six months to a year, that's already going to change going to change a bit from that. I Those people
0: saying. on the fucking show seem like they're different. That's yeah. that's two months, yeah. you know. Um but yeah, fuck man, jail. Like the th- some of the stuff that that show like really highlights is crazy. Like just the how people get sucked into this never-ending cycle of going to jail, getting out, and going back and staying there and like um like, gangs and shit, like, just all of it is, like, just really, like, shows a light on some, like, really pretty dark patches of society, which is kind of nuts. Um And kind of sad, if you think of, like, the more you, like, really think about the other people that are in there, and it's, like, some of them are good people, you know, but it's, like, almost obviously, like, the decisions they're making are the decisions they're making, so there is, like, an element of that to it, but, like, there's almost just, like, this trend of like they, it's not one hundred percent their fault that they keep getting sent back there and sent back there. It's like a system, a systematic thing, you know. Um, when they could, I mean, wrongful prosecution happens all the time, right? That too, that's who. which really sucks, and that can be one that sets you off to go in for the first time, and then you you do get like institutionalized, and you keep coming back and coming back, and it's like you were thrown into this like vicious cycle on like wrongful terms like that Um, or just from how you were born and raised you know what I mean it's like you're thrown into this cycle that's just it's not a hundred percent of the time your active choices in your life that led you there those play a part obviously you know but yeah I don't know man it's fucked up jail is fucked up (laughs)
1: Yeah, and if you're if you're wrongfully put away, right, and you, en- you end up in one of these privately owned facilities that they run things kind of shady, mm-hmm. and your time just keeps getting extended because you keep finding yourself in situations where you're either having to fight for yourself, so you're getting in conflict with other inmates, or you could have some really crappy guards with you, and you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and like... I don't know. I mean, I understand, like, that there's punishment to be had for doing wrong things. But I don't know, man. Like, just some of the shit on there is crazy. Like, not being able to fucking see your family, you know? Like, any interaction is, like, over the phone. I don't know. I just feel like... It just made me, like, get a new... I guess, thought process of, like, how crazy just doing, like, one year in jail would be. Let alone when you get 10, 15, 20 years. Like, how different everything is going to fucking be when you come out of there is crazy. And some people can handle it, and some people can't. And That's why they just, you know, that's when you fall into the cycle. Yeah,
1: I've even heard of situations with people in solitary confinement where they just, they would... You only get seen like twice in a 24-hour period and it's for like five seconds at a time. But if if something happens to you there's nobody there to to do it. You're sort of there all by yourself you know until somebody comes on their rounds again to see. Yeah. It'd be a horrible way to go.
0: Yeah man. And just solitary confinement in general. like The shit that you the places your fucking brain would go in just a few months of solitary. Like, it's insane, you know? Like, and it's not like they have shit to do. Like, they can, some. it seems like places that you can, like, purchase, like, books and stuff. But if you don't have any fucking money, like, you're just stuck in this box and with you and your thoughts for years. And, like, I don't know, man. I feel like my brain will take me some wild places if I'm alone with my thoughts for, like, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're talking about, Years, months and years. So,
1: situations like that, I think, um, uh, that's where religion really comes into play. I feel like a lot of people, there are a lot of cases where people go in not being very religious and they come out being having a much stronger yeah. faith.
0: Uh, and that's, yeah, I mean, like, it's no secret that that is where you're the only chance you have is in spirituality at that point. Cause it's like, um, yeah, I don't know, because, again, you're just left alone with your thoughts, and, yeah. I mean, that's what's good about religion and spirituality and stuff, is it can make sense of things that don't make any sense, you know? And the more you're left to think about things, the more you probably start looking for something to make sense, you know? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it obviously, a lot of people go insane in there, too, which... Isn't super surprising <laughs> when you think about the circumstances. Mm. Jail, jail. Stay in school, kids.
1: got gonna post my bail.
0: Hmm. Good Friday's episode forty
1: three. Forty three. In the books. Back in the stew. Good radio, vol- uh, volume forty three. Check that out this week. Doing it up. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Feels good to be back. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Love you guys. Peace.